everybody. Welcome back to your favorite podcast, Gab with Gwen. This is your girl, Gwen, and this is an emergency podcast, and I don't think I've ever done one, but to me, it's an emergency because I needed to talk about this, and it was actually too hard to coordinate with different people because this would have been great to have different folks on it, but it just didn't work out like that. So it is what it is. But it's an emergency podcast because... Last night, there was the Teddy Riley versus Babyface Instagram live battle, which, you know, I guess third time was a charm because first time they had to postpone it. Second time was a disaster with some of the best memes and gifts I've ever seen. And then last night was plagued with technical difficulties. So... Last night I watched it. It was on my calendar. I was like, oh, you know, there was even a new 90 Day Fiance that came out yesterday and like a 90 Day Fiance quarantine. I didn't watch it because I said, listen, I have to relive my entire childhood in in teenage years and adulthood and everything listening to this. But, bro, it was legendary because of the breadth of their catalogs and just all the nostalgia and obviously just the number of people who tried to join, you know, when I was in the IG live, it looked like it was 500,000 people, but then you saw Swiss Beats and then other in Timberland saying that actually it was 3.7 million who were trying to get in. So they crashed a live, which is, which attributed to some of the technical difficulties. Okay. But let's not, but let's, let's call a thing a thing. Okay. What made it also besides legendary, it was also fucking anxiety inducing And I have to say, I have never, ever, ever in my entire life tried so hard to consume something. It was so hard, like, because we were bouncing from IG to this page to that page because they didn't know how to use it. So, like, AO technology, like, AO technology, like, sometimes technology is an issue, sometimes it's user error. And this was clearly user error. I'm sorry. Like, yes, the servers were overloaded because of the people, but bruh. Like the old man interactions, the uncle ass interactions that were occurring are so cringy. And I was like, damn, like this is, this is hate to see it. Hate to see it. This is so hard to see. And it's crazy to me, the generational divide with technology. Like sometimes I, I, I don't take it for granted because I've seen it. Look, my parents are in their seventies. So this is the thing. My my dad, not as much. My mom, horrible. Okay. And this is something I deal with all the time because my aunts and uncles are in their 60s, 70s. And it is a constant thing. We're like trying to get anything done. And at work, I've seen it too over like my whole work career, honestly. But it, I guess it's different seeing a, an old person, older person at work struggle to try to zip a PDF or zip a, zip a group of documents is different or try to open a zip folder. That is different than seeing a musical legend and idol struggle to pin, <laughs> to pin a comment in IG live, yo. I was like, you know what to do. And, 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 and especially after getting a reprieve, because you already did this. We already been through this other night when you thought it was a concert and we're not exhibiting any social distancing and had a hype man and nobody could hear like, you just did this, Teddy, okay? So I'm confused, right? And I was, I, I commented that at the end of it, like, I'm very confused because this is like, for some reason you went into a final exam, 
You fucked it up, but the teacher was like, yo, forget it. We said, we're going to do this. You got a reprieve. They gave you more time. So what I would have done, if I were him, I would have his daughter or somebody, y'all could have made little burner accounts on, on, on IG, and you should have been, like, practicing, like, oh, this is what you do, this is what you do, so you would look better. But it just seemed like he ain't do shit, all right? He ain't do shit. He, he ain't learn nothing. He ain't do shit. And he just showed up. He just showed up still not knowing shit. So it was all this. I don't need to recount all the stuff. He don't know how to turn it on. Baby faces and baby baby face is older than him, by the way. And completely the shadiest Aries and just exhibiting all the shade. And so hilarious, hilarious, like scholarly and gentlemanly shade, but shade nonetheless. And, and Teddy Riley's like oblivious. So I, 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 I was like, is Teddy Riley an airhead? Like, I, I'm thinking all these crazy thoughts. Like, yes, I want the music, but I'm like, I'm stressed because we're bouncing from one page to the next because he can't, he don't know how to add him. He don't know how to add, you know, he don't know how to add one person. They don't know how to pin. The volume is low. It, 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 it's so much going on. Then he gets lost. We don't know what happened to him. Next thing we see, he comes back playing the, the keyboard crazy, like stupid. I don't know. Oh my God. It, it was, it was entertaining, but stressful. So um, all of you know that, look at all the memes, definitely watch it on YouTube, whatever, do it what you want. I was watching it, you know, my sister, Brooklyn and my cousin Jay, we were all watching it, you know, they... I, so I have both Android and iPhone. Like I have an Android, I have a Samsung phone. I should be very specific. I have a Samsung phone and I also have an iPhone and I have, actually I have a Samsung tablet. I have a iPad. Like I, I, I have both. Like I like, I'm a Gemini. I like duality. I like to have both. I don't like, to, I have FOMO. I don't like to miss out on either one because I can't judge, blah, blah, blah. So they couldn't even see anything. It looks like the iPhones were fucking up. Plus, it depends if you have Verizon or not. I also have Verizon and AT&T. Also have Verizon and AT&T. So I have all the, I have everything covered. So they couldn't do it. I was trying to FaceTime them on my iPhone for them to look at my Samsung to watch it. Then And then, because they just couldn't get in, we're disgusted. And I was like, no, stay, stay, stay. This is a classic. Like, we, we need to, this is history. So we finally all end up on our computers, seriously, because the overload of the network, you know, the load rate, totally get it. So then we were just, we had a group chat and it was hilarious, just, just hilarious about just the feelings people have and just, well, witnessing the, 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 the technology struggle is awful. I have to be honest. Like it's so the cringe, the secondhand cringe I can't deal with. And my blood pressure was high because I was like, what is happening? And why do they keep playing him such a computer? Like Teddy don't need to say, don't know nothing. He can't see clearly his eyesight's not, no, not working. And just let somebody else do it. Just let somebody else. There should be an intern, a child, somebody there doing it. And then you just sit in and then you just press the button or don't even do that. Just sit there and groove. Because anyway, but anyway, I, I didn't want to, I don't want to talk about all of that because you guys, everyone else will talk about it in depth and it'll be all over social media for the next few days. But what I did want to talk about, and it's not about winning. I know it's not about losing. And I know everyone's like, well, Babyface won just honestly because he showed up. I mean, really he did, but he showed up and, and was consistent and he's better at using technology clearly than Teddy Riley. And, and his catalog is different, but I, there was one tweet that compared them saying that Babyface, if his music is for the wedding and Teddy Riley is for the reception. And I actually wholeheartedly agree. 
And I realized it's such a personal preference. And, you know, and, and Babyface, I'm not going to say it's more mature music. It's, it's just different. And so I, I know I actually have a Teddy Riley bias. So despite all his shenanigans and the nonsense, when I look like song by song and what like triggers all the emotions and the memories and everything, it's like really Ted, Teddy Riley songs for me. So this episode, Emergency, probably let's call it 45E for Emergency, I really would have liked to have other people come in, but honestly, everybody's busy and it's, it's so hard to schedule to get a time for people who I'd want to have this conversation with. And I just want to get this out because I actually have another, I have a longer list of episodes I still need to edit and, and release. So I just want to just get this in, get it out and be done. And I don't want it to be a long episode. But I want to talk about um, this, the playlist, right? What they did. So Teddy Riley, he started it with SWV Right Here Human Nature Remix. That's, that's, that's a win. Okay. That's that. That's the win. So Tony Braxton, Love Should Have Brought You Home is what Babyface countered with. People feel like that was a win. No, no, no. As to, come on. SWV, come on. No, no. The whole, you, y'all know the motherfucking vibe with the, with the MJ sample. Come on. And in Human Nature on top of that, which I love Human Nature. Come on. Teddy started out right. Teddy started out right. Off gate. Off gate. Okay. Second. Keep sweat, make it last forever. If you know Gwen, which a lot of y'all don't know, but this is my this is my jam. I love Keep Sweat. Okay. And on top of that, like Keep Sweat, Make It Last Forever is a classic. Was this Jackie McGee? Um, who's oh no, no, I'm thinking somebody else. I can't remember who the girl is who sings on it, but classic. I love Keith Sweat, Make It Last. These are all like Brooklyn memories as a kid. These are just just such specific memories at a specific point in time when New York was such a different place. And yes, okay, yes, he won. Check mark one, check mark two. So Babyface counters that with his own song, Soon As I Get Home. Lovely, lovely. But the the motherfucking vibe, yo, is Key Sweat. And I know people are not going to agree. So this is not something that, this is just for fun. This is not saying that you have to agree because I understand it's really personal preference. But for y'all to understand me and my preferences, yes, Teddy, check one, you know, check two, SWV, and Key Sweat. So then three, um, Johnny Kemp just got paid again, such an, a memory of childhood in Brooklyn, okay? Um, and Babyface countered that with the Whispers Rocksteady, which is dope. So I could say that was a draw, okay? My, I might be more partial to just got paid potentially, but I'll say that's a draw. Three. Four. Foxy Brown, get me home. Look, you, 1996. Listen, now, now you've you gone into like my prime, my prime, like musical, like any song that came out in these years, I fucking know. And come on, get me home. Yes, it's a check mark. No, you can't defeat that. Foxy. And all the way, by the way, on both of them, the, everything they played is already on my playlist. People are creating new playlists based on this whole battle. They've been on Gwen's playlist. So I don't have to create anything new because both of their songs, by the way, I already have all these songs on my playlist. So, so anyway, get me home. Check. One. You don't, you, I don't care what you're countering with. So he came back with Every Time I Close My Eyes, which is so sweet. Such a touching song. Okay. And it's lovely. Okay. But again, it, it's going to be a, a, a matter of if, if you're a person who has a preference for the wedding or the reception, clearly I got a preference for the reception. So get me home, okay, is what, you know, shit, or the after party, if you will. That, that's, I, for me, that's a check, right? So we ready on four songs. For me, first four, Teddy won. Three, you could say it was one, a draw. 
This is just Gwen's opinion. I'm not saying y'all have to believe me or agree with me. I'm just saying how I feel. So then the next one. Oh my God, God, peace of my love. You got, yes. Okay, this again, a bop, a vibe. It's everything. It's everything. And then after seven, ready or not, yes, yes, it's good. But I'm going to give it to Guy because that's just me. It's just my personal preference. It's a bop. It's a thing. It's a nostalgia. It's everything. Okay, then six. Six, I'm going to give it, I'm going to say a tie. Okay, it's a draw. Because high five, I like the way, which, okay, I probably have more of a preference, honestly. As opposed to Bobby Brown, every little step which is Babyface's entry, which I didn't know he produced that, actually. So both a bop, both vivid Brooklyn, New York memories, uh, going to school and Bushwick, just so much, so much shit, okay? Such a bop, both of them, such everything. But I, I probably would edge out, I like the way, honestly, I like, like, high five. I would edge that out over every little step. Although, and, and, and again, it's all going to be your matter of preference, and I'm not going by charts. I'm just talking about nostalgia and the vibe. But I'm going to give it a draw. I'm going to give it a draw just for argument's sake, okay? So that's a draw. Then seven, okay? Seven is a hard one. Seven is a hard one because it's Keith Sweat. I want her. Like, again, I already told you, and y'all don't even know, like, I'm telling you, when I'm telling you what I think about New York, and even being a small child, and being in Brooklyn, and these about like, going to school on the school bus, like, these are memories, and the kids singing together, like, these songs, and then, like, little parties that you would have, like, birthday parties, and kids doing coordinated dances, and just me, like, I'm in my 30s now, my middle sister's in her 40s, my oldest sister's in her 50s, so you guys need to understand that, so, like, I have older sisters, these are, your your little kids, you're learning everything from your older sisters and their friends, and my parents in their 70s, right? And so this is, like, I'm telling you, I want her was the fucking shit, okay? I just think of Roger Rabbiting and all types of crazy shit as a little girl. And, and now listen, Tevin Campbell, Can We Talk? It, it, it's a classic. It's a classic. And so I know people are going to say that's, that's going to be a personal preference. I love Keith Sweat. So I'm going to say Keith Sweat. I'm going to, for me personally... Keith Sweat wins over that. Yes, he does. I, I want her. I want her. It's just, I can't explain it. I can't explain it. Um, I can't explain it. And I can, and I've seen Keith Sweat in concert. Like, I can say all these things that, no, I can't explain it. It's just for me personally. But for argument's sake, to be fair, I'm going to give that as a draw. I'm going to give that as a draw too. I'm going to give that as a draw. It's a tie. All right. So then we move on to, after that, the eighth song they did was Guy I Like, Ugh, and then Karen White, The Way You Love Me. I, you know, people are going to say Karen White. I'm going to say, I'm going to say Guy I Like, I'm like, what are you guys talking about? But I'm going to give it a draw, too, because these are hard. These are hard. Like, you're, you are, you, these are neck-to-neck, powerful, strong, impactful, everything, okay? I'm going to give it a draw, although my personal preference is actually probably Guy. But I'm going to draw that, too, okay? Then you got nine, Heavy D and the boys, R.I.P. Heavy D, what a bad have, okay? He's also Jamaican, Ayardi. Uh, is it good to you? Versus Tevin Campbell, I'm ready. Okay, so this is where I'm going to give that all the way to Babyface. I guess I just shouted out Heavy D, R.I.P., Heavy, what a bad have. And yes, he, I think he's from Mount Vernon. And yes, he's, you know, Jamaican. But come on, Tevin Campbell, I'm ready. Such... 
if you talk about emotions, I think I maybe put a crying meme for this one. I, I just, like, I, I was live tweeting a lot of it. Ah, I'm ready. It's just a song that can pull out your heartstrings. And I believe that Babyface, like he said, he wrote that in high school. Oh, my God. What kind of boys were these in high school? Nobody's writing me songs like that. I have, oh my God. I'm ready is such, uh, man, listen to this grown men who are not ready. So, of course, he won that. Are you kidding me? So, Babyface, yes, you took that. Yes, right. And all of this is actually really, if you're, if you're honest, like, the problem is it's just a choice of how they opt to order their songs chronologically because, you know, depending on the order, the winnings is, you know, the rankings or the winnings or the ratings would be different, right? But it's just that you're putting one particular song up against another one. And honestly, I don't think Teddy got that, but he won. I just told you all the stuff I said in my book, he won. But let's say he drew a lot, but I don't think that Teddy understood. I don't, you know, Teddy, I know he was not a good student in school. I know he wasn't based on all this, these antics we saw. But anyway, next after that, you know, so that was nine, which I'm heavily giving that to Babyface for Tevin Campbell. I'm ready. Oh, okay. And then, so 10 is Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick, the show versus Babyface two occasions. Okay. Look, I'm a huge Slick Rick fan. That's a whole other conversation, but I'm going to tell you that I'm totally giving that to Babyface two occasions. Are you, what are you talking about? Because the thing about it is that one thing is the song itself being like butter and being phenomenal and just amazing. But a lot of these songs too, they're so good that they're sampled by other people and they were for even equally or like lovely samples or remixes or whatever or not, right? So when I think of two occasions, which just on itself is alone, right? Great. But Mariah also references it and We Belong Together, which was like the song of the decade for the 2000s. Let's keep it real, okay? Uh, same thing, Key Sweat, Make It Last favorite Mariah, and I'm a big Mariah fan, everybody knows that, favorite ever fucking remix ever she does with Nas and Joe, Joe, who I love, who's another person too, who should be doing a versus actually, and Nas, hello, so I'm telling you, some of these are like the staples that are used to be, that are remade, number one, for awesome remakes, or just samples, and I'm like, come on, so when your song is so good, and it's even sampled, something that's even, not say better, but equally as good, or just still a standalone fucking art you know, masterpiece, come on. So two occasions, absolutely, Babyface killed it. No way, no way. I'm sorry, Teddy. Um, I'm sorry, Teddy. So I feel like Teddy went a little bit left with 11, the second half, right? Because it's supposed to be 20 songs. So for me, the first half, to, in my own personal opinion, Teddy fucking killed it and won. But a lot of it was a draw. It, it was it was neck and neck, if you want to say that. A lot of it was because some of these things were, you know, just beautiful on both sides and incomparable. You can't compare them. They're just amazing. So now we get to the second half of the list. Jay-Z, City is Mine. I didn't know that Teddy had produced that. I felt like he tried to do that as a flex. I don't know if it was appropriate after having come after two occasions, but okay. That was a follow-up. So it was okay. City is Mine is, it's, 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 I'm not going to say it's bad. I'm not going to say it's okay. I mean, it's it's solid, but it's not something that people think of as a major Jay-Z hit. But it's a, a song I do like. So it's a song I do like. And then against Bobby Brown, Rock With You. I mean, eh, I mean, I could say it's a draw. You could give that to Babyface. I don't care. Like, I don't really care. Then 12, I think, and so I did make a comment. I think whenever Teddy feels like he's losing, he just throws an MJ. Now, 
tidbit here. I didn't know that he produced all these MJ songs. So that was a learning for me. So Teddy Riley, I knew like I've, again, I came again to the conversations about music. Like I love New Jack Swing. I have like broken down like the essence of the elements of the equipment that was used for New Jack Swing. And so I've known about him and Key Sweat, like a lot of the, and some of the stuff I, I knew, but I didn't know that he had produced so many Michael Jackson songs. So that's interesting. So then he follows up with In the Closet, which MJ, I mean, I just feel like MJ is going to win you regardless. Like that's a winner. You, that's it. Okay. So, and then Baby counters that, Baby Face, face counters that with Bobby Brown on her own. Um, of course, I'm going to give it to MJ, RIP. He's the fucking king of pop. Duh. Right? So 13, Black Street, before I let you go, this is the one I did the crying. I was like, oh my God. I could have done it for I'm Ready too, though. Okay, come on. This is a classic. Now, this is not my favorite. My sister said this is her favorite Black Street song. It's not mine, actually. My favorite Black Street song did not make the cut. But before I let you go is... Come on. Oh, beautiful. 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 All right. And then Babyface did his When Can I See You. Lovely. Beautiful as well. I'm going to give it to you before I let you go because just the memories, the feelings, the heart flutters. I'm sorry. Just for me. Again, personal preference. Wedding, reception. Clearly based on my commentary here. Even though I'm not necessarily scoring it based on my commentary, I'm going to give it to personally to Black Street. I love Black Street. Okay, so that, so then fourteen guy, let's chill, which is great, and I think Teddy thought he got that, but actually Babyface got him. He he definitely won with Whip Appeal. Come on, come on, it's Whip Appeal. Duh, of course Whip Appeal. Yes, 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 yes. All right, fifteen Black Street Deep. I thought that was too much of a deep cut. Don't think it should have made this list personally. And then Babyface came back with Johnny Gill, my my wife. Yes, Johnny Gill's going to win that. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So I again some of these choices. Teddy Riley, I told you he's very oblivious. I just feel like I, I think they said he's a Libra. I, he's just very I don't know. He I just like this man is just you know, the lights are on, but it's not a home. Like clearly he's a genius musically, but I don't think he's a genius outside of that. I'm like, he's not getting context clues. He wasn't picking up on the baby face shade. He wasn't picking up on shit. He he didn't understand how to even like strategize on the order, like just so many things. All right. Just a fucking mess. Then look, I'm, I'm complimenting him with the music. I'm saying I'm a reception type chick, but all of a sudden talking, he's fucking annoying me. So after that, the, so that was that number. What number was that? That deep was 15. All right. So then 16 was a tricky one. All right. So 16 was Janet Jackson. I get lonely, but it was the remix. Face came with all the shade. He was like, what did you do on this? What, what did you do on this again? Did you produce it? Oh, 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 it's, oh, this is a remix. Oh, I didn't know we we're doing remixes. I don't do remixes. All the shade. Now, background for me, and I tweeted this, I Get Lonely is my absolute number one favorite Janet Jackson song of all time. However, the remix is not. The remix that he did is not my favorite. So if you want to give it, it's really Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis who should have won that for the original. The remix was just fine. He can do that. I, I agree. Mm, I don't think that should have gone in here. It's not his best work. I guess he was trying to show the breadth of the Jacksons, but nah, I don't, nah, nah, nah. And so Babyface came with TLC Red Light Special. Of course, TLC Red Light Special. Yes. So I want to be very clear. TLC Red Light Special won because it was against the I Get Lonely remix. If we were talking about I Get Lonely, the original, I would not have had it win. But the original is not by, not produced by Teddy Riley. So that's that. 
side comment that I want to say. My cousin is funny. We were texting. I told you in the group chat. And he and I, like, literally back-to-back said that the matchup between Teddy Riley and Babyface is actually not ideal. They didn't seem very particularly interested in each other's music, and their styles are different. I think if you really wanted to have a good matchup for Babyface, it would have been Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. Now, do they have the full cat like he does? I don't know. But I just think the vibe, the move, the genre, and even the respect between them would have been higher, and it just would have been a better synergy. Uh, I don't think Teddy Riley was the right one. Now, listen, as an audience for fans, it's great because we're getting two sides of the coin, but it really wasn't the best matchup. I felt. And really, I think who would have been a better opponent and really, I think even Babyface would have come across more endearing and it would have been a different dynamic if it had been Jimmy Jan and Terry Lewis. For those of you who don't know who that is, they're like longtime producers of Janet Jackson. Okay. So that was 16. I Number 16 totally gave it to Babyface for TLC Red Light Special. RIP Left Eye. 17, Michael Jackson Jam. Didn't know Terry Riley did that. Again, I feel like whenever he was in doubt, he just he just pulled out. He just he pulled out MJ, who I just said a few minutes ago, you can't beat MJ. However, however, Babyface song I know my whole life didn't know that he did this one. Karen White Superwoman. Listen, I don't know. I don't know if white people know that song. Maybe y'all do, but I'm telling you, I'm telling you, being a little girl singing about. You know, early in the morning, I put breakfast on your table. I mean, come on. This is the black woman anthem, all right? I'm not your superwoman. I am not the type, kind of girl that you can let down and think that everything's okay, boy. I am only human. Listen, this is a blackity blackest ass song. It is beautiful. She can sing her ass off. And it is a cry for help and acknowledgement and to be seen that black women... We talk about this on this podcast all the time. And so that song is literally quintessential. So yes, yes, baby face. Yes, yes, yes. MJ, I love you, but no, no, Jam, no. I'm sorry. Yes, he got it with Karen White, Superwoman. Are you kidding me? Is you done? Absolutely, okay. Next one was A-Team, Rex and FX, Rump Shaker um, versus Babyface did Tony Braxton, You're Making Me High. Both, I have a lot of memories of both of these songs, actually. And so, I guess I draw. I'm going to draw that one. I'm going to give that a tie. Rex effects, I think. Uh, actually, now this is where I'm in, like, Jersey territory. Yes, I have a lot of memories of both of these songs. Um, but, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm going to give that a draw. I'm going to give that a draw. So, yeah, totally draw. Then 19, again, I told you when he feels the heat, he goes bullseye MJ. So Dangerous. And then it was Boyz II Men, I'll Make Love to You. Ah, I said MJ can't lose, but again, you're losing. I'm sorry. Yes, Boyz II Men, I'll Make Love to You. Are you kidding me? Yes, yes, yes. So from my vantage point, I think the first half, like the first 10, well, we didn't get to 20. We'll get to the last part. We never got to 20 songs. But I, I do think the first 10 songs, Teddy Riley killed it. Like I just, just when I was doing, you know, back to back, vis-a-vis, side to side, Absolutely, I think Teddy Riley kills it with the key sweat. Foxy, guy. I mean, yes. I mean, this this is why. Those those SWV, yeah, they, they killed it. Those first 10. Yes, he did. Even though I said that, a draw. You could say, and honestly, overall, it was a fucking draw. Let's keep it real. They, they're both amazing. 
And so there was no 20 because then we went to a bunch of technical difficulties and, and, and nonsense. And then Babyface is on his own sitting around, you know, sitting up in his room waiting for Teddy Riley. But I will tell you, the PS de resistance for me were two things. Where, honestly, you're going to say Babyface won, which I was going to say he won, and I'm fine to concede that he did. So he did a throwaway cut, which was not in here. But that throwaway cut, though, is like my entire childhood in one song, um, which is Down My Heart by The Boys. Oh my God, you guys don't know much. Again, this is something that's already on my Spotify playlist that I play the shit out of. But let me tell you, if you, if just being a, a single digit age child and dancing and just being carefree, I'm telling you, like, that is it. That is what's up. That is it. And. Yes, the boys. And I put a tidbit in my tweet that because I've read uh, Rosie Perez's autobiography, she coordinated. That was one of she was a dancer when she first came out. And she was a hip hop dancer. And that was like one of her biggest gigs when she first started. And she she was a choreographer for uh, Down My Heart, that video, uh, which I love. And I used to know the dance. And through the group uh, chat with my sister, she told me that apparently me, her, and our other cousin, who's now in that group chat, must have coordinated a dance to that. I was like, I don't remember, but I'm sure we did because I love that song. It was a throwaway. It was a throwaway track for Babyface, but I'm telling you, it's like my entire childhood in one song. So down my heart, you know, you can do, you can reach me, baby, on the nearest payphone. I would cross my fingers and play alone to down my heart. Come on. Come on. We don't even have payphones, but yes, call me on a payphone, the nearest payphone, too. All right. And then the dance, I remember the dances so much from that song. So quintessential 80s, just, oh my God. Right. So Babyface won just off that. And then at the end, like when he was like, I'm tired of this church and I'm not fucking with Teddy Riley and I'm tired of this nonsense and this nigga nonsense because it was uh, when he was by himself. And oh, he did Eric Clapton change. Oh my God. Come on. Yo, actually, yeah, Babyface told me. He did, he did, he did. Oh, yes, yes. Eric Clapton changed again. It wasn't a real thing, which he called, quote, unquote, one of his white songs. Not PC. I'm not PC. I love that. Yes, Eric Clapton. Yes, yes. Do some acoustic guitar with Eric Clapton. Yes, change the world. Okay. Change. Tears. Right? And then he ended at the end with a Whitney song. And then he went right into, and then he ended the last thing he started was When You Believe with Whitney and Mariah from the Prince of Egypt soundtrack. You guys don't even remember that cartoon. I don't remember either, but I know that song because that is like, you know, so inspirational and two of the greatest voices and just, yes, that's how you end it. That's how you drop the mic. And Teddy Riley, even though I was with you at the reception, ultimately, I'm going to side with the wedding song because that's really why we're here. That's why we go. The whole point is the wedding. It's not the reception. So, all of that to say, it was epic. It was amazing. Glitchy as fuck. Cringy as fuck. But truly a walk down memory lane. A true testament to two men who are majorly talented, who have changed the sound, the face of modern day music as we know it. Who have written the blueprint of music for the last, honestly, 35 years plus, and it will continue to go on beyond that. And so I'm very thankful and grateful to have 
been able to participate in that. I I don't think we were thinking about the pandemic through all of that, which is also wonderful. And so shout out to Swiss Beast, shout out for Timbaland for putting this on. And so very thankful to have been able to witness that, to comment on it, to be a part of it. And, you know, Black people are truly talented and special outside of music. You know, I say that all the time. But, you know, I got to give it to them for, you know, music is really the fabric of our lives. It really is. So that was great. I had to say something about it and and record and put it out there because for me, it was monumental and it just really was a soundtrack of my life and my entire life. So, and yeah, yeah, I was going to mention RZA and DJ Premier also. Yes. And I, and I was thinking, damn, what's the difference? Why was this one? So I don't know. It just has, it's just a different uh, you know, maybe the love songs, I don't know, that maybe that's the nature of it, but it just, this one cuts deeply and it's, it was a true treasure. And I'm glad that almost 4 million people wanted to be a part of that. And I'm looking forward to whatever comes in the future. So everyone, you know, be safe, continue to socially distance and take care of yourselves. And, you know, till the next time, peace. <laughs>